Hello folks, my name is Kenny Walker and you're listening to the Real and Road Podcast. On this episode, we'll be discussing the ORR's role on roads, what exactly it does, and how it monitors Highways England's performance and efficiency. Our guest today, who will hopefully shed some light on this, are Stephen Bussell, Senior Highways Economist from ORR, and Faraz Alshaker, Deputy Director for Highways from ORR also. We're also joined by Guy Dangerfield, who is Head of Strategy from Transport Focus. England's roads are used by millions of travellers each year, and while most of us only ever think about the journey we are on and reaching our destination safely and on time, there's actually a lot of work going on behind the scenes to ensure road users' interests are protected. To do this, Highways England, the sole strategic highways authority, needs to be monitored accordingly. Recently, ORR published an annual benchmarking report on Highways England's regional performance and efficiency against comparable organisations, including in other countries and other sectors also. This is a critical part of ensuring that ORR can assess Highways England's performance and efficiency, highlighting both good and bad areas of performance and identifying where efforts would be best focused to improve outcomes for road users. But what did this report find? Let's go to Stephen first, the senior Highways economist with ORR, who can tell us a bit more. Yeah, so this is one of a number of ways in which we monitor Highways England's performance and efficiency. So we make an annual assessment of Highways England's performance at a national level. And then we use benchmarking to provide us with a sort of richer picture of performance and how that compares both within the organisation and externally. This is a report that we published in each year since uh, 2016. This year, the report marks the end of the first five-year road period. So we're able to summarise performance over that five-year period. So what did the report focus on? In the report, we've looked at two things. We've looked at uh, regional performance. So we've compared Highways England's regional delivery units in terms of their performance and their costs. And we've also included some international comparisons. So this year we've looked at the safety performance of motorways um, and previous years we've looked at various different themes related to performance uh, and, and compared Highways England's experience with road authorities in other parts of the UK or elsewhere. Thanks, Stephen. And can you explain a little bit more about the regional benchmarking? So firstly, in terms of the regional benchmarking, we use a number of performance indicators to monitor Highways England's performance. And we do that at a national level. And that's how we hold one of the ways in which we hold Highways England to account. But we've also done that at a regional level to see how performance varies across the regions. And as I say, in this year's report, we've looked at performance and progress over that five-year road period. And what we've seen is some different things. So one of the really positive things we've seen in the indicators over the, over the past five years is we've seen improvements in performance in particular areas, such as the condition of the network um, and indicators related to the speed with which Highways England deals with traffic incidents. Um, but that's not true across the board. So there are other areas where we can continue to see divergences in performance. So, for example, user satisfaction is one area where we haven't seen a kind of any overall trend at a regional level of, of improvement or of a narrowing of the gap between the best and the worst performing regions. Um, similarly, 
the delays that people experience on the network, um, our indicator doesn't show any improvement. In fact, sort of overall slight decline with some regions showing improvement and some regions showing um, a worsening of uh, delays. And I think the other thing to say is that we think that we and Highways England can do more to explain what is going on at a regional level. One of the things that we've looked at is the uh, costs that that regions face and the amount they've spent on maintenance and renewals and there are some differences there uh, and we'd really like to explore those differences in more detail and gain some useful insights around Highways England's efficiency and the degree to which their efficiency is consistent across the regions. And what about comparisons with other countries? So we've compared the, the number of fatalities that experienced on different motorway networks around uh, Europe. Um, and that's a useful indicator for us. There's various ways of measuring safety, but if we narrow the picture down to motorways and fatalities, then we overcome issues related to comparability of networks and data. And what we've seen is, is some striking consistencies in the, the experience of European countries. So what we found is in the first decade since the year 2000, most countries experienced a significant decline in the number of fatalities on their motorway networks, some really large, large declines. And that was certainly something that we saw in England. But then over the last 10 years, just as, as has been the case on the motorway network in England, the number of, of deaths has basically flattened out. So there's been no, no further significant or obvious trend of improvement and again that that is really the experience of most if not all of the countries that we've looked at i think that suggests that some of those sort of external factors like the vehicle technology have been driving some of those reductions in fatalities um and clearly some of those factors have, have, have not been present in the last few years and hence a plateauing of safety of accident rates. Thanks Stephen, sounds all very interesting and particularly on on how the regions vary and, and the safety comparisons with the other European countries. So if I could bring in Faris, for us, could you tell us why ORR monitor all of this and what exactly is your role? Yeah, hi Kenny. Um, so we do three things broadly uh, as an office as part of, sort of the road reform agenda. So first thing we do, Highways England have to deliver the government's road investment strategy, or in shorthand, the RIS. What we do is monitor that delivery, so we provide transparency over it. Um, we make sure that Highways England is doing what it's, what it's committed to, to deliver and report on that uh, to, to Parliament and to the public and to government. And, but we also try and form a, a, a view on the risk of future delivery. The other thing that we do is we look at Highways England's license obligations. So it has a license with government to operate the strategic road network, which is, you know, the motorways and the major A roads in England. And it has some wider obligations, for example, um, maintaining the asset um, uh, for, for in the public interest in, in the longer term. Uh, so we monitor its compliance with, with, with those license conditions. And the third thing we do uh, is promote efficiency and um, what, do, sort of what does that mean? So really efficiency is about, well, do you 
can you deliver more for the same amount of money or can you deliver the same thing uh, for less money? And in reality, the, the, the amount of money changes um, with every five year road period. But really what we're looking to do is, is see that the taxpayer, the government and road users get more bang for their buck uh, now and will do in the future than, the, than they did in the past. And, and this sort of benchmarking activity really supports some of the things we do in that area. It helps us understand what is Highways England's current performance and where do we think the frontier is? Because as Steve explained, we've got, it's very difficult to benchmark Highways England because there aren't, we can't find other companies that are exactly like Highways England uh, elsewhere. Uh, a bit, you, you know, if you were in the, the, the water industry, for example, in the UK, you'd have lots and lots of water companies that you could benchmark against each other. Well, there's only one Highways England. There's only one um, uh, strategic road network in England. And, and it doesn't necessarily correspond uh, exactly with other international road networks. So being able to look at Highways England is performing against uh, its own regions is really helpful for us to understand what's, what could Highways England achieve in the future. Thanks for us. So why is the, the independent assurance about the levels of performance and efficiency that Highways England uh, is delivering so important? Why is the independence important? Well, someone needs to form a view um, on how, how, how Highways England is performing. Someone needs to give assurance to the public taxpayers' parliament that things are being delivered that they're expected to be delivered with public money. Um, the independent assurance, of course, is, is important because we don't have any skin in the game. You know, we, we are an evidence-based organisation. So we form views based on evidence collected. We don't go on hearsay. We don't go on opinion. And with a complex uh, environment that Highways England uh, has to deliver, uh, in you get an, a myriad of stakeholder views and experiences so it's really important that someone can step back from that look at the evidence and then form form a, a, a judgment to to give people assurance that, that either the right things are being done or that the right steps are being taken to to improve things in the future what examples can you give to highlight some of the work that, that people may not know about so in the in the first road period, we um, we took steps to ask Highways England to improve the way that it deals with the road condition. So it had um, a key performance indicator around road condition. It wasn't meeting that key performance indicator. We asked it to look to look into that. Um, and actually, by the end of the the, the road period, it had hit hit its target. Um, another example of that would be, um, and we'll come. To to um, transport focus, I'm sure, and Guile talked to this. Um, Highways England wasn't achieving its user satisfaction scores. Um, it was it was below the target in the road period. We asked it to refocus um, to come up with some plans for delivering improved uh, user satisfaction. And you can see uh, from from the report that we've been talking about that user satisfaction uh, had a big uptick towards the end of the road period. So um, they're, they're just a few areas where we've asked Highways England to to take measures to improve. Thanks for us. So we've heard ORR's benchmarking report showed user satisfaction and average traffic delays across the six regions in England varied significantly. So we've got Guy with us today from Transport Focus. We speak to and gather data from thousands of road users each year to gain detailed insight. Thanks for joining us Guy and could you maybe start by giving our listeners 
some insight into how Transport Focus go about gathering this information from road users? Yes, of course, Kenny. I mean, Transport Focus is a consumer organisation. Our job is to stand up for the users of Britain's railways, passengers on buses, coaches and trams in England, and all users of Highways England's roads, whether they be in cars, lorries, buses, uh, riding a motorbike uh, on a bicycle or a horse, uh, or, or indeed on foot uh, or on the A roads. Um, and it's a simple model, really. Um, we ask road users about their views through, through research, both uh, quantitative and qualitative research, to understand the level of satisfaction making journeys on Highways England's roads, but also to understand what road users want to see improved. So almost never mind the level of satisfaction now, um, what, what are the priorities to make it better? And we do that really through um, three uh, surveys which are set out in the uh, road investment strategy. Uh, and um, the, the principal one is the Strategic Roads User Survey, SRUS, uh, as it is abbreviated to, which talks to around 8,000 drivers each year, and that'll be restarting in April. Um, but we also have a survey called the Logistics and Coach Survey, which is a survey of, of the businesses uh, running lorries or coaches on the Highways England's roads. So whereas the SRUS is measuring driver satisfaction, the Logistics and Coach Survey is measuring satisfaction amongst the businesses. How well is Highways England meeting their needs as a business? Um, and then we're also piloting and will continue to develop during 21-22 uh, our Cyclists, Pedestrians and Equestrians Survey. And that is looking at the issues for those who are travelling along Highways England's roads, obviously where permitted, uh, not on the motorways, um, but also crossing Highways England's roads. So those are the three areas which, under the RIS, we are charged with uh, measuring satisfaction. Um, but we also do other research, for instance, to provide a sense of road user priorities for the next RIS. So at the moment, we are conducting some qualitative research uh, and are about to do some quant as well uh, to help the department, to help Highways England, to help ORR really understand what road users want out of the third strategy applying from 2025 to 2030. Thanks very much, Guy. So we've heard from ORR on benchmarking and its role in monitoring Highways England and also from Transport Focus on how they gather insight from road users. So could I have some final thoughts on how all this benefits the road user? I mean, I think at the end of the day, Transport Focus's role is partly about keeping on reminding people, whether they uh, work for Highways England, they work for the department, they work for ORR, that ultimately this road network is provided for humans and goods to move around and that their experience and their satisfaction with that product really, really matters. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I think that, you know, the other, the, the important role that we play in this is, is making sure that all the work that Highways England is funded to, to deliver it, it, is, is done. Um, you know, be they, you know, enormous complex uh, projects that, that deliver you know, con congestion relief or link 
you know, link uh, economic centres uh, in 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 England. You know, I think one of the uh, to, to the to the you know continuing good management of the, of the strategic road network, which is really important for for the flows of goods and people um, around the country. It's um, you know it's one of the striking things of, of, the, of the pandemic is that the, you know strategic network has been absolutely vital in moving key workers around and goods. Um, you know freight movements have been up on normal levels through the whole of for the whole of the last twelve months, which is um, uh, you know just shows the importance of this uh, network and, and assets to the, to the economic prosperity of uh, of this country. Thanks for us. And final thoughts from you, Stephen. On indicators specifically, these indicators can seem a little bit abstract, but what sits behind that is the experience and the safety of the user. And it's so it's important that we we track the improvements that Highways England is delivering to make sure that they are being delivered. And using this data, increasing transparency um, is one of the key ways in which we can encourage Highways England to deliver improvements in performance. And we think that although although we're talking about a high level set of indicators, ultimately that will be reflected in people's experience on the ground. Thanks, Stephen. And thanks again to Faras and Guy. That's all we have time for today, folks. And hope that's given you an idea of ORR's role in monitoring Highways England. And should you want more information on the benchmarking report, please visit orr.gov.uk and you'll find it there. Thanks for listening.